afternoon. Happy Tuesday to you. The CHGO Bears Tuesday. Get ready for the Packers show presented by PointsBet. Use that code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Welcome in my guy, Nicholas Moriano. Mark. Hogue still on the IL. We miss you, buddy. Get well. And we are going to be focusing on the fundamentals today to get this show better, to get myself better, to get you better, to get Lawrence better, to get uh, you. Wait, I can, gotta get better. I mean, I don't know if Everybody it's po- I, I don't know if it's possible for Lawrence to be better. Yeah, honestly. I sure. think there's a lot of better. Man's got like uh, so much damn dominance around here. Uh, so th- this is um, this is a great day. We're, we're we're transitioning, Nick. We're transitioning slowly into Packer Week. And, uh, yeah, we're not going to hear from any Bears today, so you're in studio, which is awesome. Good to see you, brother. Good to see you, too, Mark. Yeah, Matt Eberflus talked about it. Like, after the win, they get a 24-hour period to really embrace it. But now that's over with, Mark. It's it's time for the Bears to start getting prepared for their next hate, opponent, the Green Bay Packers. Hate and week. Exactly. Yeah, and, and so a lot of Bears are saying that this is, uh, you know, Roquan's like next game on the schedule. Fluce is not going there. Uh, but I, I, I'm going to hit the pause button because b- before we get there – uh, I, I think we have to just uh, realize that the respect for the Bears is still growing. There's a guy on Twitter who I had never heard of yet until about 7 o'clock last night, uh, but his name is Nick Newman. He's a 49ers fan, and he was very upset that his 49ers, who he thought were going to be challenging for the Super Bowl this year, lost to the Chicago Bears and a head coach that apparently he can't name his name. We are going to – Newman – we're coming for you, buddy. You will pronounce the head coach of the Chicago Bears correctly, or you can call him Fluce. Are we ready to hear from this guy? Can we hear from him? This, yeah, let's do it. This is San Francisco's this reaction. Is, uh, this is a lot, so yeah, get this ready. Is, this, this is quite a, a bit. Get ready. You're gonna, uh, awesome. Some of you will enjoy this like me, and some of you might think that he's really annoying. Like One me. of the two. I'm not even done yet. I'm not even done yet. Kyle Shanahan got outcoached in the red zone by Matt Everfluff. What's his damn name? Who's Matt Everfluff, and why is he outperforming the offensive genius inside the red zone? Have you seen the Bears' position, skill position players? Have you seen them? And they're going to have more success in the red zone with Byron Pringles, Dante Pettis, their sorry tight ends, whoever else is on their damn roster. Kyle Shanahan outperformed by Matt Everfluff in the red zone. Inexcusable. Inexcusable. How is it that a Matt Everfluff, Everbluff, whatever his damn name is, football team, he started in what, February, January? He's a brand new coach and his team looks so much more disciplined than the Super Bowl contenders, San Francisco 49ers. Disgusting. Hey, Newman, Newman, his name is Matt Eberflus, (laughs) or Flus, as I just said, and Yes, you, 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 and by the way, you now know his name, buddy. So that's a uh, major, and, and a shout-out to our guy, Corey Wooden, who was in studio yesterday, uh, who is not a big Kyle Shanahan fan in his arrogance. But uh, listen, we're catching, the, we're catching the football world up by surprise here, Nick. It's, it's kind of fun to see. Yeah, and you see the reaction <laughs> from Nick Newman there. Did not, <laughs> did not like what he saw from his 49ers. But like you said, Mark, the Bears surprised a lot of people in that win over the 49ers, 19-10 victory. But there's a lot of passion in there, a lot of anger, and I, I enjoyed it, Mark. I'm I, with you in enjoying and, it. And I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be just rewinding back in time, honest, right now. When they hired Matt Eberflus, I wasn't – was any 
you can put it in the chat if you were, but was anybody like, oh, yes, we've got the flus. We got Eberflus. That wasn't me. I'm like, who the hell is Matt Eberflus? I mean, and then quickly, okay. He's got I was it. like, what's an Eberflus? Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> this is the guy. This is the one that's going to uh, rally us to, to, a, to the level that we haven't been in, in God for who knows how long, right? But I think we're kind of all falling. I'm falling. I have fallen. I'm, I'm, I'm in love with the flus. Yeah, just everything is brought because, again, he's a defensive head coach, and obviously he beat the, you know, Kyle Shanahan, the offensive-minded guy, but it was a little hard to get behind initially. But now you see this Bears team loves him. He's getting game balls after, you know, the first victory that he got at Soldier Field. Everyone's buying into hits. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of flus love out there. I after, think Jesse says it best. He says, love taking opponents' hearts and stomping on them, then watching them cry. So fun. I mean that that that's basically what happened there to you, mm-hmm. Nick Newman. And and by the way, Nick, you're you're welcome to join us here on, on CHI. I mean, we we can we can talk about. I uh, guess. I mean, <laughs> I uh, might uh, I might answer if he calls. I mean, you know, he's he's available. So in, on the game ball side of things, uh, Nick, you, you know, Flus get in the game ball. Ryan Poles get in the game ball with the the coaching staff giving out their game balls. We're going to give out some game balls here too. Uh, Justin Fields gets a game ball. Eddie Jackson got a game ball. Jaquan Brisker got a game ball. And Dominique Robinson, Dom Rob, all getting game balls from the coaching staff, which was to me was interesting that Dom Rob got it because in the postgame, Flus didn't want to, you know, start like throwing all the all the rainbows at, uh, at at Dominic, but he's giving him a game ball, which I think is a hell of a compliment. It is a hell of a compliment because, I mean, a guy that's starting in his very first game, obviously played some preseason games, but – you know, gets one and a half sacks against a 49ers uh, offensive line that has some pretty capable tackles. So good for Dominique Robinson and good for, you know, Jaquan Brisker, two rookies out of that class getting game balls in his first, you know, ever game. So that is something that's, that's a plus, obviously seeing young defenders being able to produce plays and just, you know, make this defense ultimately better. So it's good to see those young guys getting the game balls as well. Yeah, and it's also good to see in the chat that everyone's loving the, the new T-shirt look. Get, get, hit up the uh, yes. First of all, hitting the like button is is huge. Uh, one, you're watching the show, we greatly appreciate it. And uh, yeah, look at that sweet tee of oh, fields. It's just going. beautiful. You should have. Did you go on the field afterwards and do your own slide? I mean, can you have gotten that done? Is that was that even remotely possible? It it probably was possible, but and Lawrence was telling us in our you know our Slack channel like you need to do that. I was very upset that I did not see any video of you sliding on the field. You probably could have gotten thrown out by security. Possibly, I don't. I don't know. know. There was nobody down there. I kind of regret not doing anything at this point. But I mean, Nicholas, we'll save it for Justin Fields. That was his moment. That was their their snapshot moment. That's what he called it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it w- it w- probably not like, in I, your first official regular season game covering to get to, right, to lose the credential. But it would have been great <laughs> yeah, to see Will have to drive home for five hours in a soaking wet. That's what he was talking like, about. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that because I have a long uh, drive. Uh, Mine was about an hour drive. Well, it's a reminder that Will is coming up later in the show. CHGOLocker.com to get all of our merch, including that sweet shirt. So, And we appreciate all the damn support and looking forward to, and we'll talk about it coming up here, but our tailgate a week from Sunday, 8 a.m. They won't talk about it right now. That's right. Bears oh, and Texans. Well, yeah. It is our first official CHGO tailgate uh, food drinks. We're right at Roosevelt in Michigan. Go to allchgo.com. Ch- click on there and click on in and come out to the tailgate. Hang out. Nick's going to be there. I hope I will definitely be there. 8 a.m. Bright and early. Uh, looking Bra- forward to Braggs it. is already there. Braggs, Braggs is, is already Bra- there. Braggs is yeah. there right now. It's uh, it's gonna be a fun time, you guys. So you know, being our first one for the Bears, it, 
we have to do it big. And so if you have the opportunity to go check that out, definitely do so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now back onto the field. And let me just, can I just underline some things on Dominic Robinson? 28 plays he was on the field for. 28. Okay. So he had something on one quarter of his snaps. Uh, Thank you to Kevin Fishbane for underlining this. Seven tackles, one and a half sacks, couple of quarterback hits, and then this stat I did not know. He has played 16 games, 16, as a defensive end. Now, I'm not a a math major, but 16 doesn't seem like a lot. There's actually more games in an NFL regular season now. Yes. I mean, right? That, I I, I don't want to get, like, uh, too over the top, like this dude's going to be rookie of the year or whatever, but... uh, I mean, at 1-0, and with the Packers coming up, why not go all in? Defensive Rookie of the Year, Dominic Robinson. Let's go. Come hey, on. Look, this is a guy, too, that was in you know the postgame, was look, calling out the tendencies from some of the tackles, saying, like, oh, I saw this on film. I know exactly how I can beat him. He's doing the, the jump chop block that Robert Quinn is known for, bringing that in the game and getting a sack with it. So veteran moves for a guy that's played 16 games at defensive end. Mark, hey, I know like defensive rookie is – Maybe a little out there, but the guy's showing you everything that you want to see in one game. One game. He's in the lead right now, baby. In the lead, he, he's, exactly. He's straight in the lead. Hey, that dude, Tank, you got to come with us for your birthday, buddy. 925. We, we planned this day for you, that dude, and for everybody else, too. But that dude, come on, man. Let's. Sounds like a good way to spend a birthday uh, to me. I want to bring you a cupcake, which uh, – <laughs> We have an interview that's going to drop a little bit later at some point here, but uh, I, I, I'm, I'm dialing up a guy by the name of Jeff Morrow, who, uh, Mr. Food. So he's, I think I might actually cook something. I might bake for the tailgate. Is that weird <laughs> if I baked for the tailgate? Would I people would eat that? love to see it. I, I, would, I, <laughs> I would love yeah. to see it. I'd love to taste it, I guess. Yeah, is what I'm I mean, I'm, 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 I'm just going to dial up the kitchen here a little bit. Just go, just go next mark. level, which I have no talents whatsoever, but <laughs> I can make a scrambled egg. Uh, hey, all right, do we want to give on. out? Wait, Dark Onyx is asking. He's saying best wishes to Adam and his voice. Do we have any updates on Adam's voice? Yes, I actually texted Adam. With I asked your, him, uh, how are your you doing? Samsung. He got a green text from you. Yes, he did get a green text, so he probably wasn't happy about that. I asked him how he was feeling. He's like, I'm great, just frustrated that my voice won't come back faster, LOL. And he said, I asked him, but is your voice a little bit better than Sunday? Probably slightly better from the Adam Hogue himself. So, okay. so what we're doing with Hogue here, if I, if I may, and, and uh, I, I probably can't, I'm not allowed to say anything here, but from my own doctor's seat, we want Adam to come back and be 100%. Mm-hmm. We're not going to rush him back on the playing field. Uh, I mean, we may, if it's Sunday and then the guy's at, at 60%, then he's going to be talking during the Packer game. We won't leave him out. But, but we want Adam to get well. Uh, we will, we're going we're gonna to carry the water for our guy right now, uh, beachfront property Hogue. But... Uh, <laughs> We we just we just want him back, and I think that you all want it. You want to hear the full hog when he gets back here. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. so, you know, so we're 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 here to uh, to to take you through every damn bear excitement that there is. Um, okay, game balls that were not given out by the coaching staff, but will be given out by CHGO. Do you want to give any out that uh, you want to go first, Nick? Your game balls for Sunday. 
Yeah, you know, and are we talking about our staff here or actually just game balls that weren't given out for players that are deserving of them? We can go either way here. uh, However you want to start, brother. If you want to to start with us, that's that's, that's sweet. Uh, I mean, I've got my own CHGO game balls as well, but I got got a couple Bears that perhaps could deserve a cup, just deserve a mention at bare minimum here. Got you. Any way you which way you want to go. You know, we'll talk about some Bears that maybe were snubbed. And look, the four that that did get a game ball deserving of it, I think Jalen Johnson's up there, Mark, for Oof. a guy that could have gotten a game ball. According to Next Gen Stats, Jalen Johnson was not targeted in the Bears' 19-10 victory. Johnson, 26 coverage snaps without a target, is tied for third most in a game. Over the last three seasons, he forced that fumble on the very first drive of the game. That I mean, the Bear, if the 49ers walk in in touchdown, who knows how that changes the game, but it was Jalen Johnson punching the football out, stops their momentum, Obviously, the 49ers get no points, and the Bears take over. Obviously, punt later, but that was huge for Jalen Johnson. And didn't look like Trey Lance even wanted to go in that direction because of 33. Yeah, so what I love that you just underlined right there is I get Jalen Johnson excited. That turnover, it wasn't like, you know, whatever, a bobble and the ball's just sitting there and it's an easy pick. That was the 49ers are driving, this looks terrible, you're talking about an elite Debo, not mm-hmm. easy to do, and that that was a highly skilled, big time. You deserve a game ball play, yeah. and I'm pr- and I'm proud of you, Nick, okay. for for, for giving it to that. him because he, he 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 deserves it. That was a, that was that play was one of the many plays that uh, that one of the key plays I should say that that changed the game. Very reminiscent of a Charles Tillman. You know, punt number 33, very, I mean, and then you saw it later in the game too, Mark, where he's trying to punch at the ball, even though one of his defenders is securing the tackle, he's still trying to get the ball out. And that's exactly what you want to see from a guy like that who needs to create turnovers. One game already has that under his belt. Yeah, it's a, it's, 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 it's a great game. You had any others? It's a great game ball. Uh, that was my one. I'm going to send it over to you, Mark. So, uh, listen, uh, I'm going to give a game ball to a guy who came off the bench uh, was not was on the field for all of, of 17 plays, got nine carries, 45 beautiful yards on a day when David Montgomery was was scuffling around. Mm-hmm. Khalil Herbert, who we're going to talk about more on the show and what his, he looks like against Green Bay and going forward, there is some level of burst, some level of Asian. Dis- division, exactly, deciphering the direction to which he should go in the moment that is like you're I, when I'm watching him I'm just like what are you doing that oh how did you just do that again and it's interesting just listening to Eberflus and just the way the and and looking at when he was on the field late in the game huge interception uh Eddie Jackson See, try to seal the ball game. Khalil, you're out there, not Demo. So I'm not sure what this looks like for David Montgomery long term, to be honest, because he's going to have some some dollars coming his way. Will the Bears pay it? I, we don't need to go that far right now. Mm-hmm. But Khalil Herbert is – I think the coaching staff has fallen in love with Khalil Herbert. Yeah, he just needs some opportunities, Mark. He didn't get enough last season, but when he did, he did the most with them. Yeah. And now this season you hope – he does get more carries, and if he can capitalize like he did, even in crappy weather, but still making the most of it, that's that's going to be best for this Bears offense. Obviously, you want to see David Montgomery be a more effective runner, and hopefully there's some blocking to help him, but 
yeah, the Bears, like you said, down the road they'll have a decision to make with David Montgomery. But if Khalil Herbert keeps producing like he is, it makes that decision maybe a little easier on the Bears' part. Game ball, buddy. Game ball to you, Khalil Herbert. All right, let's 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 move on to Green Bay and and please uh, hook it up in the chat here. If I, I want to know, does is Packers week? I would assume the answer is like most definitely yes, but does it? Considering the fact that Aaron Rodgers is 22-5 and five against the Bears, that Brett Favre was 22-10 and 10 against the Bears, the fact that the Bears haven't sniffed Green Bay ex- with the exception of basically one season in the, la- in the last 35 years, I mean, does it, does it feel – does it even feel like a, a, a – I don't know if the rivalry is the wrong word, but like – like I don't even like I am still settling into like the Bears getting back to the level where they where they can actually be like this this is a quote unquote huge rivalry all is on the line game. This feels like to me like a we have nothing to lose. Let's go up to Green mm-hmm. Bay and get to two and zero, and then we can start. I mean, on, then, like if if they beat the Packers, everything's on the table at that point as far as playoffs and like w- how high up can go we go in, in year one. But that's so, so to me, this is a nothing to lose week. That's how, I, how it feels to me. Not so much a rivalry week. Yeah. And, I, you know, some of the Bears players echoed that. And, you know, just simple question for people in the chat here. What does Bears Packers week mean to you at this point right now? Obviously, starting the 2022 season. But for me, Mark, when I was in high school where the Bears were maybe a little bit more competitive <laughs> with the Packers, like I, I wouldn't wear green that week. I wouldn't even eat cheese that week. Like that's how like committed I was to this rivalry and then usually you wouldn't you eat just, cheese. I wouldn't eat cheese. Like it was, it was a thing. My <laughs> uncle brought me up. He's like, you hate the Packers. And like, all right. And you know, most of the lunches at school, like there's some form of cheese in there. So it's like not eating anything, but like, I just also knew too, at the end of the day, like green Bay usually won those games. Yeah. So like when you say, has it been a rival? It really hasn't. It really hasn't been a rivalry between the bears and Packers. But like you said, there's nothing to lose. They they beat the 49ers. They had their that's like their signature win right now, obviously. But if you can go into Green Bay, who didn't look very good against Minnesota, and give them another divisional loss, man, that that hurts Green Bay and what they want to do moving forward. And I guess in the rivalry part of it for me, like I I did not enjoy I I, I laughed at it because that was the only thing you really could do, but the, but the Rogers I own I still own you, yeah. like okay all right dude we 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 know and 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 Bears fans were on you so you wanted to chirp a little bit and that's that's the fun of the whole deal. However, uh, it would be sweet to own big Aaron on Sunday night football at least once which wouldn't be owning but how about get Aaron how's that I appreciate AJ's comment here he says Packers week is talking smack to my Packer friends knowing I will regret it come Sunday night (laughs) (laughs) yeah honestly like feel those feelings you see Twitter like usually leading up to this week and Bears fans obviously doing what they do but I think that's just been the reality like we can talk the game now and then once the game actually happens usually it's been the Packers on the winning end of things but Sunday night's a great opportunity to kind of change that, for Justin Fields to change that. Last, last game they played in, in Lambeau, it was a competitive game. There were some big plays from Justin Fields, and the Bears were in it until that second half uh, adjustments weren't made, and you know Green Bay ended up winning. But it's a great opportunity for a very young Bears team to go into Lambeau and you know, shock the world again. Uh, yeah, and 
listen, if, if, again, I just like allowing myself to think about it. Corey Wooden's going to be here on Sunday night. You're going to be up in Green Bay. I, I hope you get some video with some Packers fans. Lambeau is, uh, if you haven't been up there, places it's oh, a great it's, it's a great experience uh it is it is it is it's wrigley football field north is how i would mm-hmm. you know it's right in the neighborhood and it's just there's there's something about it that you got to give them credit for uh begrudgingly i guess but uh <laughs> anybody got any weird traditions that they do on packer week in the old chat here nicks doesn't eat cheese and it's changed obviously obviously <laughs> I'll, I'll eat cheese now like that was i don't know why i put myself through that when i was younger but uh yeah no that was that was me when I was younger now and uh, occasionally I wear like maybe a green shirt yeah. every now and then if it happens but I mean it, w- if we go back any it, weird traditions could be when you were young and or now both are open True. uh chat wise and but for me it was like if I I'm slightly older than you Nick so for me I, I when I was growing up it was like the Green Bay hate was incredibly real just for just for charles damn martin yeah that's uh, the name i was as you were saying the start of the sentence right? that was the name going through my head i mean picking up jim mcmahon who at that time at that point in time was my favorite bear and throwing him into the soldier field hard-ass turf and in, in essence as mcmahon would say it didn't end his career because the guy played forever as a backup but it his true effectiveness to be ever be mm-hmm. able to throw the, fo- the football like he did at byu was basically over that and then he had and sweetness was next on his towel and all that that was that was some real ass hate and that was what a different nfl too by the oh, way for sure i mean he was allowed on the field with a hit list on his towel that had I don't know how many na- how many numbers on there it was it was more than two I think it was like a, I'd have to look at it but it was like six names of everybody he was going after it was a different yes, world back yeah. then I still see that clip now it'll circulate through Twitter every now and then I'm like man like how how he made it out of that game without Bears fans losing I mean it's just crazy but um, yeah different NFL for sure Mark I- I'll also give you a different NFL story uh, so back in the day when the Bears used to kick the Packers ass in the eighties. Uh, great time. There were there were two bears. Shout out to uh, one who's in, has been in a battle and uh, should be in the in the Hall of Fame. Steve Mongo McMichael uh, and and his good buddy Dan Hampton. They they, they go up there. Bear, bears. Uh, I I'm, I forget if they won or and or lost the game, but the bus was going to take a while before they left. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're like they're like well we got an hour here before the bus leaves. Let's go out. And, uh, and and hang out in the, in the parking lot with Packers fans and, and and have a couple of their cold ones and just 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 do that. So, couple of, you know, awesome. dr- drinking some, drinking <laughs> that some is beer. Awesome. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> They're drinking beers in the parking lot with. Packers fans, they're having a good time. Like you know, they're not they're not in a race to get to the bus. Well, they hear the bus revving up. And so they, so so they're so now they're walking up to the bus, you know, like, hey, don't leave. I want to, I want, I, I, we're here. Ditka tells the bus driver go, oh. and, and 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 gave and gave the one finger salute to the two of them on the way out the door, and and finds we're we're coming as well. That is incredible. Is that, <laughs> that not is, a, awesome. is that not wow? That that was a different time too. Different time for yeah. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. There, there was a little bears, that, and that was, of course, you know, the, the back in those days, it was it, Don Mikowski go walking, getting over the line of scrimmage, and somehow getting a touchdown. That was like one of the few times that Green Bay won. So it's about to change again, baby. Rogers out the door. We got 
Nathaniel Hackett, like that's gonna be doing whatever the hell wow. he's doing last night. Jesus. Oh my God, legacy of Green Bay. That was Matt Nagy ish. Like what? What that was? That was worse than anything that Nagy ever did. I mean, Let's play for the sixty-four yard field goal after going out and getting Russell Wilson on my uh, in in my day. What, I, what are you doing, dude? How much? Like forty nightmare. seconds went off the clock. I'm like, ah, oh, it was just such yeah. a. Yeah, and they they missed it on the broadcast too because uh, it was clear when Wilson walked off the field that he was walking off, that they were kicking it. And, and Buck and Aikman, who uh, I was loved listening to them last night, but they, they missed that. And then because they, they turned to the camera, they were doing their whole thing, and then they turned back around. I'm like, are they, like they're kicking this. And then they say, well, and, and Buck named it. Like, we, we didn't see that when we, when we walked up, that, that such and such. And, but it was, it was like, who would think that that's what they were doing? I mean, it was obvious what they were doing when they let all the time go off the clock. Yeah. And the best, I was watching the, the Mannings, personally. I was, oh, yeah. And, like, Peyton was like, like he was just like time out like what what are they doing he's just like getting so upset and he's like yeah i mean it was just ridiculous though like 64 yards yeah i'm right and that i mean the the, man the dude's got big leg but come on man and there was it was like it was lightly raining there the whole thing just crazy plus you have russell wilson use russell wilson paid him a lot of money (laughs) yeah second Uh but like second and third off floose greater than hackett getsy greater than hackett bears Bears, bears. Let's let's go. Um, <laughs> all right, let's see here. You you got you got something that uh, you want to tell me about there, Nick, over there, perhaps? Ooh, is it? Does it start with athletic greens? It is, it, is it, that it starts it with athletic be? and ends with greens. Yes, that'd Perfect. be lovely. I heard uh, Adam, you know, doing this ad read. I'm like, man, I haven't done it in a while. But <laughs> let me tell you about athletic greens, everyone. With one scoop of athletic greens, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day off right. This mixture of ingredients, Mark, helps your immune system. Has there ever been a more fit, well-together dude than this guy right here? I mean, look at him. Like the, uh, just, so just all the athletic greens, you guys. Just, just, just take just, your athletic greens. Just, it helps. Just a straight hero with his greens. <laughs> Keep going. It gives you energy and improves your focus, and that's why I take my athletic greens, and you should too. What's awesome about your AG1s is that it costs less than a cup of coffee a day. Also helps support better sleep quality and recovery, which we all definitely need. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of a cup, one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's mm. it. Super simple. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bears. That is, again, athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bears to take ownership over your health and to pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. So, uh, you know, I don't want to give full credit to Athletic Greens for you beating me on the ping pong table, but just know that I took my Athletic Greens today, and, and right when this show is over... Ooh. I'm down. We're, Lawrence we're, we're wants going. to get to I, two. We can uh, I, we can get that going. I kicked Jake Flanagan's ass yesterday twice. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, he, I'm yeah. For both he, of you guys. he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah, I, but, but no, you, Lawrence, you saw me. I mean, I was. Yeah. Or did you see me? I mean, I saw like a, a couple big swings out of you that were. Pretty, I mean, my for, uh, the forehand is back. With you, I didn't have it going on today. I don't know, Mark. Okay, I'm just. Uh, I'm undefeated we'll, we'll, in this in this we'll, studio. We'll, I'm gonna keep it okay, that way. We're, we're, we're gonna report it on Twitter, and you want to make a wager on that? Go to PointsBet. Uh, best way to bet on live live on games is is through our friends at PointsBet. Uh, you can 
bet live. You can do the same game parlay. You can bet on the next drive. You can uh, to be a touchdown. You can cash out on your live uh, second half over bet. Like you, it's just you can live the dream in the moment. Points bet our our fantastic partner. Uh, just makes football and basically any sport for that matter better. Uh, build the perfect live same game parlay, combining your favorite bets anytime during the game, including spreads, total player props, anytime, and more. <laughs> live that, uh, live your best life with points bet lightning bets. So whether you're on the move or on the couch, do it live on points bet, and don't forget to download the points bet app today. Sign up with the code CHGO. Reminding you again to. Risk-free bets up to $2,000. Bet that full two grand there. $1,000, $1,000. It's the way to go. Uh, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, also 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Uh-oh, Mark and Lawrence, I'm seeing taking Nick and the over already in the points bet if, you know, for ping pong, you guys, so. Michael, okay. uh, I don't know if you're related to Nick, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, you you do have. I mean, Nick beat me in 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 our first two rounds. It was like twenty one seven and twenty one thirteen, something like that. I think that was. It was right. a it was a bashing, and then I like a moderate showing. But it was my first time on the table, and, and I've been scouting Nick's game. And and, and today 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 <laughs> is the day. day. Today is the day. Uh, all right, but, but let me before we go too far down the road here. Let me just say that I I, yes? I believe I lost an extra time in my first matchup with Nick. I think it was like 24, 22 we had to or something each other like that. Out. We yeah. were trying to, you know, sing. Yeah, I was right there. Oh, oh, okay, so are so what you're saying is that uh, you're better than me? Better than me too, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it, but if you want to say it, feel free. I mean, it's, I, I, I think that's what you just said. And uh, Lawrence, you're, I'm, we're, we're playing, buddy. This is, this is, all right. I'm, I'm, all, I'm taking on all comers. Uh, the only thing I want to do in my life is win, get, uh, outside of this show, is win games on that ping pong table. And, and my, and my, uh, and my and Our my good t- friend Greg Braggs Jr. says, Nick with a mustache is a force you can't contain, Mark. Hmm. You know, this this level of disrespect to the veteran. <laughs> I, I, I grew up with a table. Same. Uh, uh, so, I mean. The, I had it at the grand, grandparents' house. Okay, yeah. See, there we go. See, Pops, him and I, I had mean, some major tournaments. We'll have to, like, televise this live or something. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think we should. I think we absolutely should do some, some ping pong action here. People are dying for that content. Uh, all right. Before we get to uh, who needs to step up in the, in the Packer game in a bigger way, I just want to. The positivity that is coming out of Hallis Hall and Soldier Field is beautiful, but when Byron Pringle That's compares Pringles, according to Nick, oh yeah, Pringles, according yeah, Pringles to, Nick to, to Newman, to when Pringles can't get what is it can't get the fever of the flavor of the Pringles when when <laughs> when Pringles compares Justin Fields to Patrick Mahomes. I personally got we got we, we got we got to pump the brakes just to drop here. Like let's not let's not put that on Justin Fields. Let's not di- let's dis- not, let's not disrespect your former teammate. He's uh, Pringle on Fields quote. He knew it was four quarters that we had to play. I like how he handled himself. Kind of like the guy I left uh, from in Mahomes, dude. You lose credibility when you climb the tree too tall, and. That that's sweet and that's loving and 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 I get it that you love your guy Justin Fields, but to, to, come on man, don't 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 compare him to to Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the game right now, who's on a Hall of Fame path that we've never seen before. That's that's just absurd. So I I, I needed a I just I felt the urge the need to pump a little drop a break there. I don't know you're okay with it. It looks like um or, I think or maybe just not. for for Pringle it's like 
you know, that's where he's coming from. So it's almost natural to like for him to compare. But look, we know what Patrick Mahomes is accomplishing in this league, and we're starting to see who Justin Fields may be. But like you said, no reason to put that on him. But it again, if you're being compared to Patrick Mahomes, you need to you need to see a play out first. And we saw Justin Fields do some good things. Wasn't perfect by any means in his Forty Niners against Forty Niners, but. Yeah, pumping the brakes. I, I'm I'm with you there. I, I I was extremely happy with the three touchdown drives. I was extremely happy the Bears won the game. I was extremely happy that he scrambled and and on a broken play found Dante Pettis beautifully and didn't didn't do anything special. Just lofted it to him, showing composure. I loved that he read the defense and did an, a a great play action. And here comes EQ running free in the end zone. He completed 47% of his passes. He threw a bad interception. We're not, we're not, and we're not at Patrick Mahomes level, or even close to that. So, hey, Byron, uh, you know, he, he, Justin is a mature, well understanding who he is and believing in his talent fields. He, you don't need to blow him up in any, in any fake way. You know, he, you, can, you can shoot it real. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and that's how Justin Fields is, honestly. He doesn't really care what anybody says outside or probably even in the locker room. He's always going to be himself. So even, you know, with the comments, like, Justin's going to be Justin. And that's that's ultimately what is best for his football team. And if he can ever get to that level, like, then the Bears are going to be very competitive. But he, I don't think it's um, – you know the comments. They they are what they are. And not, right, not not a huge deal. Doesn't matter and all that. But I just when I saw that, I'm like, okay, can we just pump the brakes just a little bit here? Let's not compare Fields to to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, okay, Packers, Bears, Sunday Bears. night. Top three players that need to prove something going into Sunday night. Top three players that you would like to see in the chat step up uh, bigger than they did in Game One. Nick, you're leading this off, brother. Yeah, I'm going to go with the guy that you saw right when you clicked on this YouTube video. That's Darnell Mooney. And obviously, this is the Bears' number one receiver. But if you look at what Mooney has done against the Packers, he's played four games, Mark. 20 receptions, 191 yards, and a touchdown. But the last two games, last two games, which would be last year, six receptions, 64 yards, a touchdown. And then, obviously, he only had the one catch against the 49ers for eight yards on three targets. So, for a guy that is going to be a big part of this offense. He's going to be. He needs to show me something against the Green Bay Packers in this one. Again, being on the road, this is your number one wide receiver. I need to see something out of him, Mark. So we just talked to Jerry Rice yesterday. You can check that uh, video up on our, our YouTube page. And he, and I'm like, yeah, it's harder, but I got double teamed, and I just had to strategize it. it it's going to be – Darnell Mooney is going to have a ton of attention all season long, and it's a lot to ask – and, and he could be the, the major casualty to the Bears basically waiting until the next offseason to really upgrade their offense, which I think is what we'll see happen. But get better. It's a fair, I think get it's, better, a, it's, yeah. a, it's a fair take. Like, let's, let, it's, it's hard to say that name because I, I, lo- I love him so. He's just – Oh, he's a professional, a, yeah. He's straight pro, hardworking. Who, who else you got? Uh, you know, Cole Komet's another guy that we're kind of all expecting yeah. to take – Hopefully that next jump in now year three mark being their first pick in the 2019 draft. We need to see him, you know, get production in the end zone. And obviously he didn't even have any production in terms of catches last Or a last catch. Week. Yeah, so yeah. it needs to start there. But we need to, again, see Cole Komet be a part of this offense. And he will. I think, you know, obviously last week it conditions, whatever it may be. But he, he did some good things blocking. But we need to see him as a pass catcher. Like that's what you brought him to here to be, to be somebody that can be an actual weapon in this offense. It, it, it's time. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he 
has been underlined a lot by myself included that this is going to be a breakout year three for you. Yeah. Luke Getze is going to scheme things up for you that has not happened in your first two years. Justin Fields is that much better. And considering that the talent that is at wide receiver, Komet should be getting the football a bunch. We didn't see it in week one. I think let's hopefully that we see it in week two. That's all fair. Who's your third? Last one is Justin Jones, and this is the guy that the second choice by the Bears at that three-tech position. He had a bad encroachment penalty against the, the 49ers in week one. So you need to see him be that disruptor. And, you know, if you can get pressure up the middles on Aaron, on Aaron Rodgers, that's going to help. Not going to guarantee that the play is going to be, you know, stopped there. But you need to see him just create havoc in, in the interior of that offensive line. And, again, it's not that he had a terrible game against the 49ers, but – you just expect to see more out of guy you paid money to being on a two-year contract. I, I didn't notice him except for the horrendous uh, yeah. encroachment play. So that Justin Jones is on my list. I got the guy next to him, too, who's, who was who started last week. I don't know how long he's going to hold that, uh, considering another guy who I want to get to in a minute. But Angelo Blackson uh, did not notice 99 uh, basically at all. And, I'm, and, I, and I've got uh, David Montgomery in there. Yeah. Uh, so I get it, it but that – there was a lot of focus on Demo. The, the Niners obviously knew the Bears were going to run the ball a lot with him. However, uh, the, the Bears blocking, if you, if you believe pro football focus, which those grades are pretty damn wonky, but the Bears actually graded out pretty well. So I, I think it's fair to look for a little bit more from David Montgomery. Um, the guy I want to underline, and it's also an underlining of you there, uh, Ryan Poles, Armand Watts. Yes. Armand Watts flashed big. 96, man. Yeah. Sure did. And so if people don't know Armand, which is possible, dude's uh, played in 17 games last year with the Vikes. He set career highs in uh, sacks. He had five of them. Tackles, 46. Tackles for loss. He had three of those. Quarterback hits, 10. And this is a guy at Arkansas who did not get on the field until uh, his, his last season behind some ta- – but, but flashed as a senior. And the, the Vikings, new coaching staff, whatever, they didn't fall in love with him. Tough blow for Armand. He's getting cut. Bears know that they need some help on the D-line. They go and they, they pick him up the next day, and, and bam, he looks better than both Jones and, and Blackson. I, I don't know how high is up for Armand Watts, but I'm paying attention. Well, too, Mark, like, it wasn't even him. He didn't even have to make the tackle. There were times in the game where he's taking on the block to set the next guy up. And then yeah. it's a very selfless defense to where anybody can be the guy that actually registers a tackle. So, But Armand Watts, like, we saw 96 flash before Armand Watts was here. Obviously, yeah. Akeem Hicks. But what you saw out of this 96, good good start for his Bears career. I mean, I'm, I'm optimistic. I want to see more. Mm-hmm. I yep. I. I, Small sample size for sure. But that, that, was, that was good to see. Uh, Eberflus, by the way, the Flus is focusing on how the Bears need to get better in our top threes that need to get better. Uh, Flus wants better tackling, wasn't, was not thrilled with that. Quote, we have to get better. We have a young football team. We have to prove in the fundamentals of the game. Um, winning is fun, fun. Ozzie Gian, fu- putting the fun in fundamentals. 
Lawrence, you look miserable with the fun and fundamentals. Like I, the- honestly, I, <laughs> I'll be honest. My mind is a little bit uh, in pieces here because I know there's a grill being set up just outside the studio and there's meats coming. And so it is getting close we to are- lunchtime. So I'm just I'm a little bit, you know, in two places at once. Yeah. Here. I, well, right, we, and we do have, uh, we're going to have a great lunch today. So, uh, also, I'm I, reading the chat, and the chat's a little wild. Okay, there. okay. D- don't, I guess you can't come by for lunch, but I wish you could. But I'll enjoy eating <laughs> it I'll enjoy eating with you guys. But I, I listen, it's just, uh, I, I like having a grounded coach who goes back. And, yes, yeah, sweet, that was, you did make the tackle there, but your form wasn't great, and that's not going to be sustainable. So we are going to work on this. And we're going to be that much better in week two. You always climbing, baby. That's like it's it's a Moriano thing. Look at you. I mean, just re- ready to be better each day. So, uh, but th- I thought that was interesting. And the, and naming loaves. Yeah. Roquan getting called out. Roquan's kind of laughing about it that I got called out for the loaf. But he's like, we had guys that were on the field for fifty plays and they, they had twenty loaves, and that's not good. So that that was interesting to hear him say that. No, it definitely was, Mark. I mean, it's just a standard that's been set with this Bears team. It doesn't matter. If it's the first quarter or the fourth quarter, you need to be running to the football. You need to be pursuing the ball carrier like you was, you know, the first 10 plays as opposed to, like, the last 50. Like, that's that's the standard that's set, Mark, and if the Bears can adhere to that and stick to it, you know, maybe you see more of those those turnover opportunities. But, hey, Matty Refluce preached it right at the very beginning when he got here that this defense is going to experience some – it's going to be the hardest thing they've ever done – Hey, he's keeping true to that at you know up to this point after week one. So I had a Flus Nick pick yesterday. Okay, I've got another one today. <laughs> my, you're my guy. I think I've made that overly clear. I am I am in Flus corner. However, when you puff out your chest and talk about what you do a little bit too much, I, I get a little bit nervous. Let me read you this quote from Flus yesterday, Eberflus. It's about preparation. We prepare for that. I forget what that was. But, and, and that would have been last Thursday. He's talking about the walkthroughs. It would have been third down, and we prepare for that. And we do a lot of walkthrough reps. We probably do more walkthrough reps than most. And you're able to get those looks into situations. It's amazing how many times those things do show up. Saying that you do more walkthroughs, more coaching, you're better than ah, I'm really I'm really a jerk, but I just I, I also am like there's just something feels just a drop off to me. Like like I Yes, do everything you can from a coaching step. The the Bears have benefited immensely by this coaching step. That is that is overly obvious uh and and they've also benefited immensely by the way that they, they have more talent on the team now and and getting you know or or young talent at least mm-hmm. i don't you can make an argument that like Allen robinson khalil mack that was a lot of talent walking out the door but it was older talent mack played well week one robinson did not uh so but there you can there there's the, the young talent on this roster it's so damn refreshing to see i but i i I would just warn the flus, just do, you, do, you know, puffing out your chest about how like how hard you work them and how you do things better than any other organizations. It's it you don't need to do that. It's 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 evident in in what's going on. Yeah, Mark. If they continue winning, then hey, you can puff out your chest. <laughs> like if the wins keep on coming and it happens on Sunday night against Green Bay, all right, you you say what you need to say. But it's I mean, a one win in a young, obviously the. 
the start of the 2022 season. But, yeah, no, if they keep on winning, Mark, I mean, hey, can't say anything about uh, what Iberflus no. and what he's doing. Listen, the players clearly love him. I, I think that's that's uh, that's obvious. Broadway Kobe, <laughs> Nagy didn't do walkthroughs walk or practice. That's an excellent point, Broadway. We don't know, we don't know what Nagy did other than no. just uh, smile on the team plane when he was flying back and, and enjoy that all his – Everybody was doing what they do on team planes, like eating and watching movies, and 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 Nagy loved all <laughs> of it. Stuff. I mean, it, it is so unbelievable. I, I and I thought that like I put it on Twitter yesterday. Flu starts his press conference and he's thanking Bears fans. Mm-hmm. I want to thank the Bears fans, which I I just thought it was a nice touch. It was raining. It was miserable. The energy helped you. I'm sure you got a ton of people screaming for for Flus when he's walking off the field. And to underline that, I thought like. Thank you, Matt Eberflus, and thank you back, by the way. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm so happy you got this opportunity with the Chicago Bears. You've been working for it for 30 years, and, and now you're, you're a head coach for the first time in your 50s. That's all of it. It's so sweet. Uh, but I don't think, like, you don't have to, it's sort of sort of the same thing. With, like, you don't have to, like, overly underline what you do that other organizations aren't doing, I guess. So, uh, yeah. I feel you. Yeah, okay. I, I, <laughs> I, Nick, I feel like you're like, no, man, don't say anything bad on my guy. Uh, again, if the wins keep on happening, Mark, I'm I'm, I'm okay. good with it. I'm good with it. Oh, we have an appearance by uh, shirtless McNaggy to our right there, Mark. I don't think you've experienced this yet. I have the guy not on the experienced top balcony. Uh, yep. Yeah, out there. Oh. Out there. Yep. So oh yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like every time I'm on the show, he makes an appearance. I yeah. he does it for out. you. Yeah. Suns out, guns is. out. No suns out, guns out. Doesn't matter. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 gonna bring in. Uh, is Will DeWitt ready? Is he going to join us? We're going to bring in Will. I, oh, I Will's see ready. Him. Is there any ads to do before, before we get yeah, to Will? Before yeah, before I bring on Will, yeah. i got to tell everybody about game time. Game time! And what I need to tell everyone about with game time is that, uh, first we're going to start with a question here. All of our listeners and viewers, I'm going to ask you guys a question. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? The 50-yard line, courtside, uh, behind home plate? Every day. Every day? Floor yeah. seats at a concert too, Mark? For sure. Okay. It's possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You won't find a better deal this season on Bears tickets unless you use Game Time. And if you love CHGO, then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. So if you're watching this video, check out that description. You'll find the link to game time. Yeah, let me just show you how easy it is here. Look at this. Okay, so here's the deal. Here's here's our stream right here. Oh my god, it's like a weird live thing. Uh, first off, why haven't you hit the like button yet? There's only 75 likes in here. I know there's 450 people watching. Let's go. But yeah, here is the game time link right. Ooh, right beneath the tailgate. Uh, that's happening too. Uh, game time. Boom. Here it is. And now. Check this out. Oh my gosh, Bears tickets at Green uh, Bay. 109 bucks to get in. I might Ooh. I honestly I might buy a White Sox ticket right now for tonight. You can get the cheapest seat right now is one dollar. We've oh. got a one dollar option on the game time app. So uh, you know, throw in all the fees, which are uh, it's beautiful when you click on it that you see exactly what it's gonna cost you. Six bucks. Six bucks to go to a baseball game. to get it to get in tonight uh, for game time. Game time. Hells yes. Let's go. Maybe uh, Hogue can't talk, but maybe he'll meet me up there f- tonight <laughs> for, for Rockies and, uh, and, and White Sox because he's – I know you still time. believe out there, Adam Hogue. Um, so, there we go. Uh, yes. Boom. Game time. Live, living the dream. We'll talk to uh, Will in one second here, but I think there is – Something else that I got to tell you? Is that right? Yeah, it probably is. I don't know. Right. Yeah, actually, no, we're good. We're good. Yeah. We're, oh, we're, we're good we actually are good. We can bring in Will DeWitt. All right, Will. 
who? Uh, oh, we're in the shirt. <laughs> I you, love it. You, you, you Look got it. Well, uh, how do how do you see his shirt? Where, 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 oh, I. Oh. Yeah, there <laughs> we go. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's very, wearing the shirt. Very, very, very creative. What's up, Will? Uh, wait, mute. Well, unmute yourself. I think you're muted, Mister. Just yeah, you muted, you, you've muted Did yourself. You mute me? There you go. I don't recall hitting the button. That guest has muted himself. That guest has muted himself. Nick Nick experienced that when we used Ecamm a lot back in the day. So I guess he wasn't lying to me after all. I always thought he was. So there we go. Hey, guys. But, hey, I just wanted to – I know I have a segment here that we wanted to get to, but I want to rebuke what Karma's talking about with Coach Luce because, I mean, that perked up my ears a little bit, Karm. You talked about it earlier in the episode that – he has been adamant that there's a lot of work yet to be done from this team, and he's been focused on preparation and working harder than other teams since he got here. So if he thought that's why they won, I don't know why he wouldn't just kind of like pump up that fact, make those players believe in that hard work actually paying off so they can continue to kind of keep those same efforts up. I didn't have a problem with it. So, so you're saying that he's almost like talking to the team, like, hey, yes, we do this more, and maybe you don't even like that we do this all the time, but look at the proof in the pudding, so continue to buy into me. Is that how you're hearing it? Yeah, like imagine if he's the father of this team and they're all the kids. Like, you can tell your kid you're proud of them, but if your kid overhears you telling another parent, like, hey, my kid's working hard, I'm proud of this guy. Like, I, I think that takes a little bit more stock, too. Oh, now I'm in a now I'm in a whole father kid, and there are these are these are this is this is the in the NFL and not June, high school, which is now I'm back in like Matt, Matt Nagy's own where I thought hey, he should this be. Is, but this is a young team. This is a young team. You have to think about that fact too. Like these are young twenty-something-year-old men. Obviously, they they have a leader here, but I believe for him to kind of give them some kudos in a public atmosphere, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because they're pushing this team hard. We've seen it all OTAs, all training camp, this preseason and even what we saw in this week one matchup. So, again, like for me, like for him to do that, I, I wouldn't have any issues with it, especially if he, you know, correlates it or combats it with like, but we still have a lot of work to do. We're not perfect. We have a lot to clean up, and we're still going to improve. So I think having that yin and yang kind of approach isn't an issue. Who's leaving? Who's waving? I, I Matt Pax here. Matt Pax here. I haven't seen him in like two mm. weeks. I, I the, one of my most exciting things about being at CHGO is the fact that I can now be in the same room as Matt Peck and be able to talk uh, Bulls <laughs> basketball with him, which is really exciting for me. Uh, and also good to see him today. Looking forward to all the Bulls content, which is going to be amazing when Lonzo Ball gets healthy. That now on a side run. I, I want to also just underline here, Will. I just said it was a nitpick. It was just it, it's a, it's a, it's just a, a nit of the pick. It was just it's just a little tiny. It's not keeping me up at night. It's it's a it's a two out of ten, if that. Uh, but I, I, I'm just here to remind the Flus that he does not have to – He, even though it's, you're just one game into your career, uh, you belong here. You, you are worthy of being in this spot. You, you don't need to oversell yourself or what you're doing at all. I, it, it, this is a, a very, very quick, like, I just think realistic buy-in seeing everything that's happened, that this guy knows what he's doing. And, and he's not going to be he's not gonna be Brian Dable jumping up and down and super fun in the locker room like we saw. I mean, his, his post game was kind of it – was, it was very flucy. <laughs> oh, and, and that's totally fine. You, you, don't, you're, you don't have to be the, the best rah-rah guy. You do what you do. It's working for the Bears. You've put your whole life's work into this, and, and he's just deserved of the opportunity. So it's, more, it's actually more of a compliment for the flus. How's that? Does that feel better? <laughs> 
A, a nitpicky backhanded compliment. Sure. Uh, I, I, I guess that sounds a little better. I just, I truly believe that they're working on and working towards being the hardest working team in the NFL. I, and I think they understand that they have to with a lack of superstars. They understand it takes a whole team effort and that intensity and the hustle and just that overall level of effort needs to be better. And they're going to outwork teams. I think that's what he was getting to or on with that comment. But, yeah, I, I liked how you reframed it. Yeah, and, and listen, they need to outwork teams. They are not as talented. They are going to have to be better fundamentally. This is how they're going to win games. This is why the people that were optimistic about the Bears this year and took the over, you were betting, uh, and, and Hogue, I'll, I'll underline this very well, you were betting on the first-year bump from a new coach and a team buying in and, and guys overachieving. And, and that's the only way that, that if you really want to dream it big, that's how the Bears are going to surprise the NFL world, surprise the doubters, surprise the NFL pundits, and, and actually you know, hang around and, more, and be more than a story of just you know, winning week one versus San Francisco. That's, that's, that's what they're going to have to do. You also, Will, you had some sweet underlining, too, of the coaching staff. And the, in one particular, allchgo.com, read Will's stuff, read everyone's stuff. But you underlined that not just on the, on the touchdown pass to Equiminius St. Brown was it, uh, you know, the, the, the play action, but it was also the personnel that was on the field. I thought that was a great point by you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I was rewatching the game uh, for a couple of articles. I have my rewatch revelations already out. And every week I'm also doing a red zone report. So I'm going to look at every single play in the red zone because, guys, uh, and we always talk about games are won and lost in the trenches, but how teams fare in the red zone, both on offense and defense, has so much sway uh, on the outcomes of games. And I love to kind of take those under the microscope. But I noticed that on that touchdown to EQ, uh, obviously they had the play fake. It was a third and two. And it's a, you know, it's either can go underground, but the Bears have been heavily uh, rushing teams up to that point in this game. But for them to take off Darnell Mooney and uh, go a little bit heavier, you take your best wide receiver off the field. I think that helps sell that play action just a, a little bit more. When you see Justin start to hand that thing off and you're like, okay, 11's not out here. Uh, I think that really allowed the 49ers to just fully believe that thing was going to be uh, handed off on the ground and which really helped open up EQ in the back end of that defense. So as much as it could be the play call and the players executing that play fake, because Nick and I talked about it, and I'm sure you guys did in your post game too, about EQ just really selling that block. Uh, the personnel decision from the Bears, Luke Getzey, to keep their best receiver off the field to really make them believe it's going to be a run, I think is another underrated wrinkle uh, that hasn't been brought up yet. Well, when you kind of rewatched and saw, obviously, that rotation, Lucas Patrick, Tevin Jenkins, the offensive line in general, what were your takeaways from just kind of seeing what those guys are capable of doing? Sure. So, Tevin Jenkins, Lucas Patrick, I thought in terms of pass protection, it looked about the same to me uh, in terms of, like, what they're able to accomplish. But when it came to run blocking, I really like what Tevin was able to do uh, in this game. There were a few plays we talked about. Uh, I think even Adam just tweeted, we talked about the one play where he kind of in pass protection took Bosa and shoved him to the ground and then also led the way for fields too. That was a great one, but in run blocking, there I are love a few that different play. plays. That was a great play. And I think that's a moment for him that he can look back on film and feel like, all right, cool. Like build some momentum. I belong. Uh, that's huge. But in the run game too, there are a lot of plays that went right behind him and he was able to seal off the run, uh, the linemen. Uh, just to kind of turn his back. And that's all you have to do in his zone scheme. You get your body on him, you turn him, 
you open up the hole. And he was able to do that really well. And I thought that to me uh, is a good sign for him adapting the guard and being someone that can make some impactful blocks on the ground game. He played very well there. And honestly, when I rewatched it, Sam Mustafer played better uh, than I would have expected him to. And if I'm looking at the entire offensive line who struggled, Weirdly enough, Cody Whitehair, I thought, struggled more than some of the other linemen up front for the Bears, both in pass protection and on the ground game, getting pushed around just a little bit too much. And when I was watching the game up in the box with you, Nick, like 65 was probably the last person I wanted to pay attention to because he's usually just so sound and consistent. We're watching Tevin. We're watching Lucas Patrick, Sam Mustafer, Braxton Jones over there at left tackle. So I wasn't even paying attention to 65. But during my rewatch, I was like, damn, like he struggled a little bit more than I thought. What'd you think of Braxton? Braxton? Yeah, obviously growing pains that we saw, but I thought he was able to kind of turn those around. Obviously, he struggled a little bit more in the first half. Uh, The play calling did help him a little bit more in the second half, but for him in his first ever professional game as a fifth-round pick, winning this job and going up against a 49ers defensive line that is just has tremendous talent inside and out, I I thought he played well. Will on the rewatch here for the second time. He's going to watch it a third time, maybe a fourth time. What, go ahead, Nick. Yeah, Will, just real quickly on Travis Gibson, Alcuni Muhammad. They were kind of moving them around a little bit. I know you probably – I think you said it where we might see Travis at D-tackle at some point. I think that, that happened, right? What was your takeaway there? Yep. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I pointed it out to you in the box when I saw number 99 kind of shift in, 55 on the outside, and – Whenever they did that, and it wasn't often in this game, but I thought the Bears were able to kind of like overload that side of the line and get good pressure. And when I'm thinking about this further, if as the season goes along, having that same look, but maybe with Dominique Robinson coming in there too, it could be even a more dangerous situation for the Bears uh, on top of this too. Uh, one other player that I wanted to kind of highlight that really I don't think he's gotten a lot of love yet is Matthew Adams only 15 snaps played on defense as that Sam backer but he's someone that we've talked about throughout the offseason that he has been primarily a special teams player throughout his career but he's been in this defense for a long time under Iberflus in Indianapolis can he come in can he play this Sam linebacker spot and I thought he did well only 15 snaps but every single time he was around the football and he was uh, able to kind of flow clog up that gap be in there on a tackle, and I, I just thought on top of that, he just looked the part of what you're looking for from a Sam Backer, bigger guy who can be a really good run defender. So Sam, uh, Sam, Sam, Matthew Adams, Sam Adams, that's a totally different person way back in history, but Matthew Adams as the Sam Backer, there we go, that could be a good nickname for him, Sam Adams. Uh, I thought he played well. Two things that I've got down here that you underlined that I still want you to touch on, uh, and will phenomenal work. Check out his check out the the breakdown of the rewatch allchgo.com. Uh, one you 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 talked about Fields leadership with Ryan Griffin early in the game, which that is something we've heard that you know Fields is one of the captains on the team, and so now we're seeing it in actual uh, you know real time. And then uh, the other side of this, too, and we touched on it earlier, but I I want you to kind of see the future with Khalil Herbert and what that might look like with David Montgomery and how the Bears coaching staff seems to be falling in love with this guy. Yes, for sure. So very first series of the game, uh, Justin Fields, he was sacked on third down. Uh, On this play, Ryan Griffin uh, chipped on Nick Bosa and leaked out. 
But then after the play, Fields literally called him over. They didn't go to the sidelines to talk. Like He called him like, hey, Ryan, come here. And they walked off together and kind of had a discussion. That would have been one where if I was in the postgame presser and I saw that live, I would love to know what that conversation was about. Uh, but it just obviously – Whatever Ryan did, I don't think he was supposed to. So he did release. Maybe he was supposed to hold that block a little bit longer, give Fields just a little bit more time before Fields to kind of go immediately to Ryan to get this thing corrected. And Griffin is a longtime vet in this league. He's over 30 years old. He's been around for quite a while. So for Justin, in only his second year, like not shying away from calling out a veteran or at least calling him over to correct him and have a discussion, I thought was a great sign about his leadership and his not just leadership, but owning this offense completely, yep. which is another element uh, that we need to see him this kind of continue to grow in. And then with Khalil Herbert, man, I just love his ability to continue to fall forward. We saw that a lot years ago with Jordan Howard, that forward momentum and being able to, like, he doesn't have to be the fastest guy, but you can find that forward positive momentum and always gain some of those yards after contact. Uh, I've been very impressed with his patience since his arrival in Chicago over the last two years. And really is his patience and that vision that allowed him to score that touchdown in the red zone too, because he was looking to go uh, to the four hole, which is between you know Jenkins and Larry Borum over there on the right side. He looks up. That whole thing was clogged. He looks left and offside the left tackle, Braxton Jones, huge gap. And he was able to just kind of wiggle over and score. So that vision, that patience from Cleo Herbert on display, I know it fits this zone scheme. We've talked about it. Montgomery only averaged like one point, whatever it was, yards per carry. Herbert had five yards per carry. I'm not going to sit here and say right now that, yes, Herbert is the better fit. Uh, Montgomery had a lot more uh, opportunities when the offensive line was struggling a bit. Uh, but I thought, too, the Bears' decision in the red zone to just kind of like ride Herbert there instead of going back to Montgomery because Herbert was a hot hand is a good testament to this coaching staff understanding that they need to be adaptable. And I'm sure Montgomery was someone they wanted to get more involved in the red zone. But with Herbert being able to average five yards you know, per carry per pop, why not give it to him, ride him into the end zone? And that's exactly how it played out. So testament to Herbert, but also the coaching staff to recognize in game what's working, what's not, and going with you know, the actual thing that's working, which we have not seen, you know, in previous years. Will, uh, appreciate your insight for everybody that wants to get more in depth about what Will is talking about. You can go to allchgo.com and the article is called Bears Rewatch Revelations. Multiple young players stand out as Chicago wills itself to victory. And also, Will has another article out there, always working there. Bears Week 1 Red Zone Report, Chicago excels in season opener. That will be coming out in a little bit, but... Check out all of his great stuff at allchgo.com, and you can become a better or smarter and better Bears fan by doing so. And don't forget to follow well, him on Twitter. Will DeWitt, the, the L's are once. Yes, they are. I'm almost my goal of 5,000 subs by my birthday in November, which I outlined way back when we made the transition, and I actually had to focus on my personal Twitter account. So we're getting there. C congrats. Keep it rolling. At WI11 DeWitt. Hey, Will, great stuff as always, brother. Appreciate it, guys. Enjoy the rest of the show. There he goes. Will DeWitt, who was also doing work last night. Uh, I was checking out some of him and Braggs and, and Jake, which was fun. Mm -hmm. Torian Whitfield, by the way, I've seen you in a, there a bunch today. Sometimes Monty needs to run straight. I noticed that one. It's uh, You know it, what, though? It, that it, one it, cutback he had that was – that where he ended up getting another like eight yards, and I was that I don't know. He showed flashes for me. I don't yeah, know. yeah, definitely there were flashes. We, but we we gotta trust that Demo knows what Demo's got to yeah. do. But uh, just you know, perhaps maybe you know having some better blocking will definitely help. No right, doubt right, about right, it. right up the middle, no problem. Now speaking of got to be better as we wrap up the show, um, 
You know, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't there. You were, so you're going to have to wear it for us right now. Uh, apparently, our softball season has come to an end. WSCR, Lawrence Holmes, Shane Reardon and company uh, were two don't, of the Hey, do me a favor. Don't say that clown's name on the air. Which one? I can't Not, not Lawrence. Not I love Lawrence. Oh. The other guy, don't mention his name. He's a uh, fucking clown. <laughs> okay. No need to talk about that guy. <laughs> yeah, well, we lost. Uh, and, and, and you... Uh, you were there. What you know? Just just give the recap. Yeah, it wasn't our best game. I'll say that, Mark. We we played a playoff game two weeks before. We had the the, the holiday off, and we were catching the ball, making plays in the outfield, making plays in the infield, hitting. That didn't happen uh, last night. We just um, didn't play our best game. Uh, you know, I had I had a drop in the outfield, made a good catch later, but just wasn't consistent enough, Mark. You got to have consistency if you want to win and. <laughs> That did not happen last if night. If Flues had been there for the team, could we have won? You know, maybe a little bit of motivation, but I don't know. It just wasn't there. It didn't yeah. align. It didn't align, Mark. But, uh, you know, that was our first year in the league, obviously. Yeah. We got a playoff win. Yeah. So, uh, and we didn't have any consist- consistency in terms of the lineup each and every week. It was always changing. Oh, but, boy. Uh, you know, we're going to get some practices in uh, – for the summer leading up to the next season, and I think we're going to be a lot better than what we showed well, this year. Well, on the positive side, we did make the playoffs, correct? We made the playoffs and got a victory. And, and won a playoff game. Yep, yep. In our first year. Uh-huh. There's so, stuff to build on. Yeah, I, I, sure. I like to, to – I, I mean, if you had to underline who needs to be better going into year two – and, and what has, needs to happen in this offseason? Does anything come to mind? I, I'll say I need to get better. Like, I, I never grew up playing Two baseball or anything. Yeah. But, you know, once I learned how to consistently. Carmen, I mean, I always got hit. Early on in this uh, season, yeah. uh, Nick somehow was given the role of uh, the guy who fills out the lineup card. Yeah, I don't know why you would do that. I don't know who just made that decision. I'm going to guess K-Duck. But, Football guy. Uh, he actually <laughs> put a diamond out there that was actually a triangle. Yeah, he drew. Everyone it. knew he, where they needed to be. He let's, drew. Let's he drew that. like the fielders, and it was on a triangle. So that's what we were starting so, with. So, so, so you know, Will's gr- or Nick's grown a lot. You know, I think you know, I, more work. I think we voted to the All Star game. I, I mean, <laughs> to come from that to where we got to, that sounds like we did fantastic. <laughs> and, and and I just will will mention to upper management that that I I I, I would love to be a part of next yeah, season's team. I, you know, I feel like the new additions. You know, I mean, if somehow we can get Corey we Wooten out there. Tryouts. Although Carmen Vitalia, but we, I bet she's mm-hmm. good with a bat. Is my uh, we could use that fire out I there. Think, there's yeah, there's no doubt about it. She's got the Italian that I like. Yeah, you know, so. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, listen, Braggs Jr. He'd show up to the you know game at six in the morning and I, be there all day. I, for sure, intimidation. We've got to get Braggs out there. I, I don't know if he can play <laughs> or cannot play, but we that that you you just get better by being around Greg Braggs. So there's that. Uh, you know, and and to be honest, as much as I want to help, I mean, I'm a 12 inch guy, so mm. to, for me to segue over, I mean, that's. It's, uh, what are don't, you doing? No, another no. terrible L take. You are just getting every Tw- day, 12, every day. You gotta have a terrible take. 12, <laughs> 12 inch is. I'm not gonna sit here. I'm gonna and make die. a graphic. I'm not gonna sit here. Carm's <laughs> terrible takes. No, it's, it's, it's tw- tw- listen, I like I like my fingers. Uh, you know, I, that I like, I yeah, like, I, there's I, some injuries going on here. I, 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 like, lie. I like them intact. Uh, and, and I have played in this league and I still, this little pinky got taken down and that was, that was, but, and I retired at that moment, but that was, you know, back in the day. Now, now it's, you know, I, 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 I want to be a part of the team here. Even 
Clown Matt Nagy in the chat. 12-inch guy. Jesus. I mean, we, Did you just put that in yourself? I did not. That guy, <laughs> our, our, our friend Matt Are Nagy, you? is always in the chat. So, I, I haven't played. I've I've never played the twelve inch before. Wait so a second. You've never played twelve inch. No, not in a league. I guess I, I should say in a league. I've never From done. Chicago, that. man. We don't. There's no such thing. No, 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 Come no. You, that just means that 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 the fact that Nick was running this team and he's never played twelve inch means that <laughs> we, we, we 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 need we need we need some we need Nick to <laughs> be only football. Put, he, we, it, there's uh, it's I wouldn't even be the Peter Principal. We be, but we need to put you in your right role, uh, which sounds like you know where 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 were you playing last night? I was uh, left field. You were in left. Okay. Who's in right? I can uh, in right. Who's in right in this? I forget. <laughs> it doesn't I, matter. I, look, it didn't work. It's season's over. Moving on. I, I, I roam I, around. I, I, I like okay. a safety. All right. Just 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 know everybody. We're coming back strong next year, and we're we're, we're taking this. We're gonna win the damn thing. That's my plan. Uh, anything I can do to help, I'll, I'll be there. Thank you for watching today. We're back tomorrow at noon. Um, and yeah, one day better every day this week, building up to Sunday night. Super excited for Sunday night, too, uh, pre and post. And Nick's going to be up in, at Lambeau. Corey Wooten's going to be in studio. Hogue hopefully will be healthy. Um, and, and the Bears will hopefully, come away with the hopefully stun the world again and beat the Packers. Have a great rest of your day. And to tell a friend about CHGO, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. What are you laughing at, Lawrence? Uh, nothing. I'm no. not going to say it. No, that's fine. <laughs> you can wrap the show. It's fine. All right, we, we'll say goodbye. We'll see you tomorrow.